Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a pole, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booty swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? Uh, I've got no voice because I'm sick, but this is uh, CTI, so I'm going to save my voice for the CTI. So we're just going to get right into it. Uh, we got Andy and DJ. Cruise the internet. There we go. I got my voice. All right. We're good. That's all That's all we need. All we need is one of us in operation. Bro, I've been fucking getting my ass beat. Yeah. 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 It's something going around, man. I don't know yeah. what it is. I, I mean, I, I feel like I've been having some like nasal uh, leakage. Yeah. You know? And uh, this isn't nasal stuff, though. It's like it's like yeah. whole body shit. Mm, like the whole body, the whole body, especially the wiener. <laughs> that might be something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we got CTI, man. <laughs> cool, brother. Hey, I just want to remind you guys, you know, we depend on you guys to share the show. We get traffic banned, throttled, um, and we don't get the show out there unless you guys share it. So, uh if you get value out of the show, if you think it's something that needs to be heard and shared, please share the show. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. Yeah, man, let's get into it. I wanted to, to check in with something here. It's a little um, Saturday CTI. This is this is a Saturday Our CTI. schedule got all kind of wonky this week. Catawampus. Yeah. Word of the day. Catawampus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where did you get that one? Uh, <laughs> an old friend from a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Keith Emerson. Good guy. Keith. Cowboy Keith? Yeah, Cowboy Keith. Oh, he's that was his awesome, favorite. Dude. Yeah, you know Keith. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know Keith. Keith's the man, bro. Yeah, that was his uh that was like his favorite word. Yeah. Catawampus. Yeah, that dude's awesome, bro. Yeah. When I first met that guy, I was very confused. <laughs> black, black cowboy. Yeah. yeah. He, he's this he's he's this black guy, wears a cowboy hat and like mm-hmm. a duster. Yeah. And he like knows everything about self-defense and guns and fucking everything, man. Bro, he's like the uh he's like the black Chuck Norris. He's like the black Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. For real, man. I wouldn't yeah. want to fuck with Cowboy Keith. <laughs> and he's like the nicest dude ever. He's super nice. That's yeah. the thing. He's so yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. He's just like super deadly. Yeah. Anyway. Cowboy Keith, man. All right. Um don't get catawampus here. Yeah. yeah. Let's get into it, man. I wanted to check in with something because I saw something that I think uh, is really, really powerful. But uh, and we got, I like to give people flowers when it's due. You know what I'm saying? So let's check in um, with the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Todd Bowles. Okay. This guy's awesome. Okay. And he's not big on the radar. Not a lot of people talk about him. You know what I'm saying? But he's he's – He's been in the news a little bit, right? And I got two clips that I think are, are fucking amazing. Um, so the first one is um, uh, the headline reads, Bucks Todd Bowles bewildered over weather question as team readies the, uh, for Lions in Dome Stadium. Um, so this reporter, <laughs> and you guys will hear her, her uh, the gender of this reporter, and I think that makes might, might allude to something else. Did you assume her gender? I'm just saying. Um, but let, let's just watch the clip. Here's the clip. Uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we talked to. Any special plans face. to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure but perform in Detroit? those kind of frigid temperatures? Should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. <laughs> I don't. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors. <laughs> Dude. 
<laughs> we have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing, so we'll be okay. <laughs> Bro, she thought she had some. Bro, you know, oh, she man. sat at home, made she this perfect their question. question. Oh, dude. That's, That's how I feel on most CTIs. That's embarrassing. <laughs> no, man. It's One only- time when I was in second grade, dude. Yeah. I had to, we got a, a cursive test. Now, they don't teach kids how to write in cursive anymore, I don't think. What, what's that? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> do, do they? They don't no, teach they you don't. anymore, right? No, no they don't. So they give you this cursive test and like mm-hmm. they would have the A and the B and you're supposed to write your best A and B. Mm-hmm. And and I printed my A <laughs> and my B and the teacher made this big deal about it. Like she pulled it up and oh. her name was Mrs. Greer and she fucking held it up. And she's, like, she's like, in my 40 years of being a teacher, oh. I've never seen something so stupid. <laughs> and I, I, I feel like that's how she must have just felt. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, mean, I thought handled, I was doing good. He handled it with class, man. You that know, was pretty I, funny. I, I love it. Um, but there's another clip because they, uh, you know, and I don't know, and I really don't know why this is, right? But the NFL with, uh, uh, with Coach Belichick leaving the Patriots, right? It's like they've been trying to steer up some more race shit. Um, it's kind of what I've been seeing. Uh, like asking the the Patriots head coach about you know the race relations and all of this stuff, um, and so he got passed a question as well. Now checked in. No, no, no. Uh, 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 Todd Bowles here. Oh, okay. But how he handled it was absolutely beautiful. Um, and so I got the clip for here um, for everybody. Let's uh, watch and listen in. Uh, you, you, and Mike Tomlin are two of the few black head coaches in the league. I wonder what your relationship is like with them and your thoughts on Steve Wilkes joining that bowl. I have a very good relationship with Tomlin. Uh, we don't look at what color we are when we coach against each other. We just know each other. I have a lot of very good white friends that coach in this league as well, and I don't think it's a big deal as far as us being coaching against each other. I think it's normal. Wilkes got an opportunity to do a good job. Hopefully he does it. And we coach ball. We don't look at color. But you also understand that representation matters too, right? And that when young aspiring coaches or even football players, they see you guys, you know, they see someone that looks like them, maybe grew up like them, that has to mean something. Well, when you say you see you guys and look like them and grow up like them, it means that we're eyeballs to begin with. And I think the minute you guys start stop making a big deal about it, everybody else will as well. Boom! Bro, instant fan of that guy. I fucking love it, yeah, man. Yeah, he's so fucking accurate. I love it. it. It was very, very simple, very eloquently stated. It didn't, you know, he didn't get, like, dude, That that's how you handle that shit. It doesn't fucking matter. It's always white people saying that shit, too. 100%. Bro. It's always white people. Well, well but don't you think rep- representation matters? And I, <sighs> Why does it matter? It doesn't, man. Why why does it matter, bro? We're all fucking Americans here. We're all regular people. Like, dude, if we want racism to go away, let's stop talking about race. It's irrelevant, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, bro, that's a fucking great answer. You could tell he's annoyed. Like he's he's being classy and he's like being respectful, yeah. but Bro, I mean, he's like, we coach fucking football, man. Like ball, but yeah, we're out here trying to win, like and prepare for that weather inside the dome. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I, I think, I mean, bro, I think, I think we're getting close to culturally, closer than we have been in a long time mm -hmm. to how race should be viewed in this country. Mm -hmm. And I think, you I mean think like it's how it was like 15 years ago. Yeah, we've already, we, we like went past. Yeah, we're too far. Oh, yeah, right. Um, That's why I don't fuck with time machines, man. Yeah, bro. Like we should, it's not a big deal, man. And like, you know, what I think, I mean, we should be able to fuck, I don't know. I just think it's fucking stupid. It is, man. It is. Kudos to, to Coach Bulls yeah. over there, man. Way to handle that. But um, yeah, man, let's get into our cruise. <laughs> Seatbelts on. It's always the same motherfuckers worried about race too, bro. It's white women. Mm -hmm. It's white fucking women, dude. Did you see Will's? Some people, bro. Did you see? Uh, did you see that fucking reel I sent you from Will, our yeah. buddy Will? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I our love buddy Will, bro. He, bro, he's been putting out so some great content. Our buddy Will, his Instagram is Will Be Inspired. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, he's a black man. Will's black. He's a big black man, too. I'm just letting you know. But he posted this real. Bro, that guy is fucking He's massive. massive. How would you like to get in a fucking fight with that guy? I wouldn't. Me neither. <laughs> I remember the first time I met him. You knew him. We, I met him up there at Club Fitness uh, at the Summer Smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is this fucking guy? Big dude. Big dude. But anyway, he posts this. This He posts some great content. Amazing content. And. The it's underrated, bro. He should have a lot more followers than he has. Go follow Will Be Inspired. But he uh made a post where it showed like this <laughs> white girl being like, Dear black men. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to protect you. And he's like, From what? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, so it's so fucking it's good. Great. Black men. What's up? Know that you are enough. Who said we weren't? Know that I will always, always, always stand by you. Damn, I thought we left this shit in 2023. Protect you. Shield you. Protect me? I'm good. Know that you are worth it. Now, unfortunately, I saw a lot of videos such as this back in 2023. I thought it was a trend or a fad, something that would go away. But here we are, still going strong. This is my biggest problem with the oppressed victim mindset. What other group or race of men do they talk to like this, coddling, babying, just the way she's talking in general, and the way that I've seen a lot of these like, black men, you're worthy, black men, you're this, you're that. Like we don't already know that. And any real man, regardless of race, don't need women to shield them or protect them from anything. That's our job to protect and provide for women. Now hopefully I won't see any more of these in my feed. Let's check what's next. Hey, black men. I love you. Damn it. Logging off. It's always white women saying this crazy, stupid shit, bro. Yep. What is this? Mm, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, you're asking me, bro. That's your people. They ain't my people, man. <laughs> Let's be real. I am more black than white. That's a fucking fact. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll hop it's up. always the women. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, dudes just get along. Like, well, we're unemotional about most things. No, like, bro, like, guys, it don't matter if you're black or you're no. white or you're fucking, no one gives a fuck. Who's got the biggest dick? That's all, that's pretty much it. That's the only <laughs> thing we really care about. Yeah, man. I mean, 
I try to make points and you just fucking fuck them up. <laughs> you know? It's true. It is. What? It's true. What? Like, that's that's pretty much all we What, that we were about biggest dicks? Yeah. I don't normally think about your dick, bro. Uh, or these guys' dicks. Do you no, guys think I, about our dicks? Metaphorically. Yeah, so it seems like you're the only no, one no, thinking no. about dicks. Metaphorically is what I was saying. Okay. Like, metaphorically. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we're able to communicate telepathically. You know what I'm saying? As men. No. I take back what I was going to say. I was going to say guys are normal and we fucking don't give a shit. And now I'm learning that this dude thinks about our dicks all the time. Okay. On with the show. Fuck. No, but for real, dude, like no dudes care. No. Dudes don't fucking give a shit, bro. Like it doesn't matter what you look like or where you're from or fucking what race you are. No one cares. It's always the women. Women are the ones that care. Like, what fucking the fuck? Yeah, fucking shit up. Anyway. Yeah. I don't think about your dick, man. <laughs> it was a meta- metaphorically. You know, like, we, we know who the alpha man is. Like, we, we have these telepathic communications, you know. We size up each other. That happens. It's we size it up each other's pee-pees. Yeah. What's my dick look like, DJ? Uh, small and red. This guy's he says good. about every white person. He, he, call, he says that every white person has a red rocket. It's the truth. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's like some guys that are like dogs have a red rocket. Yeah, that's what they look like. That's what a white dick looks like. Yeah, a little red rocket. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> All right, man. <laughs> On with the show. <laughs> Guys, remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyforseller.com. You can find them linked there. Uh, with that being said, let's get into headline number one. A little Andy Domus action. Take a guess. Michelle Obama. Oh, Michelle Obama could sneak her way into the 2024 presidential race. New York Post columnist warns. Now, this has been circulating around the internet like wildfire. Everybody's talking about it, but what was that guy's name? Uh, Randy Consuela. Yeah, we just talked. Like, he said something about it. I don't know. Over a year ago. He said a lot of things about it. Yeah. Remember? They're going to put Michelle Obama in. They're going to do the same shit to the black communities they did the last election where yeah, they say all this shit yeah. and they got Michelle Obama up there saying it and dude, people are going to fucking buy it. My guess is that they'll run Michelle Obama. What yeah. qualifies her? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this, She's a black woman. And that's it. It's going to be Michelle Obama. Yeah. 100%. I believe that the stage is already being set. Where's the Democratic National Convention in 2024? Chicago. Who made a post about it being back in their hometown? Them standing next to each Mm -hmm. other, like with the sunset, and like they're already trying to paint the nostalgia of Barack when he won in 2008. They are going to try and unify America around Michelle Obama the exact same way that they did with Barack Obama. I think the media is now done with Joe Biden. They're going to turn full guns on him and not allow him to run again. And they're going to put someone in like Michelle Obama. They're going to come in and they're going to say, Michelle Obama is going to unite people. We're going to bring people together the same way Barack Obama said it. They're going to try to tell you the story now that we do, we're going to heal and we're going to bring together and we're going to find common ground. And then they're going to get in and they're going to finish us the fuck off. That shit is not going to work again. Nobody's going to believe it. But what they will believe is someone like Michelle Obama coming in and sending a message of hope hope, change, and unity, and every one of you should be fucking cognizant of what is about to happen. Dude, for some reason, I have this gut feeling 
that it's not Newsom, it's Michelle Obama. I believe that Barack Obama is the person that's calling the shots behind all of these moves. He said that before, there's clips of him saying, I wouldn't wanna run again, but I wouldn't mind being the guy behind the scenes. So I, I believe, and I think a lot of people believe that he's running shit anyway. And what better way to stay in power than putting in Michelle Obama and then trying to prop her up as like, you know, the hero for black people and the migrant population. And I don't think he's the guy anyway. I, I, I think they're gonna try to run Michelle Obama. I've always thought that. These people can't help themselves about the race thing. They're so identity politics driven. Bring in the black woman. Yes, a million percent. Well, that's why Kamala's there. Prediction number three says, President Biden withdraws sometime between Super Tuesday and the November election, citing health reasons. Biden passes the torch to a replacement candidate named by the Democratic National Committee. Who's been saying that for years? It's going to be Michelle Obama. Yeah, I mean, listen, they're, they're, they're pushing Biden out. They're gearing it up. Let, let's, I mean, like, let's, Bro, I just want to know when you fucks are going to start listening to me. <laughs> like, dude, I'm not a moron. I might be... I might be a moron about some things. I'm a little retarded. I'm a little bit, all right? But the truth of the matter is, I'm I'm pretty fucking spot on. I don't miss. They got that don't miss information. Mm -hmm. That's what it is, baby. That's what it is, man. Let's dive into this article. I don't get enough credit, man. I don't get enough credit. You motherfuckers, you go out here and you see this guy's post and that guy's post and they say this shit and I don't see in any of the comments section Hey, motherfucker, this dude said this way before you. Where's that shit? Where's the respect? Well, the truth is, those guys are listening to the show, too. That's, <laughs> how, they, that's how they make the post out It's there. funny because they'll hear me say something two years ago, and they're like, oh, bro, you're fucking crazy. Wild. And then two years later, they're posting and being like, oh, I told you. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you fucking told anybody. Of course. Um, I got receipts, bitch. All of them. It's real, man. Let's dive into this article, man. So this is a Fox News article. New York Post columnist Cindy there Adams. Nobody, there is not another single person out here who's been saying that this was going to happen besides me. No. No, we, we, we got the receipts, bro. Yeah. We got the receipts. Um, When I said that, when I first started saying that, bro, half the motherfuckers were like, bro, you're insane. There's no way. Yeah. No way. No well, way. there's the receipts. There's like, I don't know, 10 different fucking videos of me saying it. Yeah. And that's uh, not even all of them. No. That's just a few of them. No, it's it's a real thing, man. It's it's going, it's 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 going to happen. Um, let's read this article. This is a Fox News article reading: New York Post columnist Cindy Adams warned in a piece published Wednesday that Americans shouldn't be shocked if Michelle Obama quote sneaks her way into the 2024 race. Quote: Plans are to grab Michelle for the Democratic presidency choice. Making the music is Barack, the orchestra leader, Adams wrote. Quote, the Obamas are now nudging to force slow-mo Joe to go. Drop out. It's like, who else is there? Uh, Adams said President Biden won't debate and said the, the Obama drum beat has gotten, quote-unquote, louder. Quote, a Joe flopout offers probability Michelle could wiggle in. Obama's negotiating to make that happen, she added. Uh, Adam cited a recent media appearance by Michelle Obama. The former first lady recently revealed she was, quote unquote, terrified uh, Donald Trump might win in 2024 during an interview on Jay Shetty's uh, On Purpose podcast. Quote, those are the things that keep me up because you don't have control over them. And you wonder, where are we in this? Where are our hearts? 
What's going to happen in this next election? Obama asked, quote, I'm terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter, who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. Former uh, President Barack Obama has also voiced concern over Biden's poll numbers. Um, the Washington Post recently reported that President Obama has expressed concern uh, over the structure of Biden's campaign and became, quote, animated during a discussion about the election with Biden. Quote, Obama has raised questions about the structure of President Biden's re-election campaign, discussing the matter directly with Biden and telling the president's aides and allies the campaign needs to be empowered to make decisions without clearing them with the White House, the outlet reported. Andy, what do we got on this? Big Mike! Big Mike! <laughs> uh, I'm not going to call her Big Mike. I will. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think she's, you know, I, I think, I don't know. Obama had eight years. He's had another four years with Joe Biden, and he's going to try to get another eight years with with Michelle Obama. His wife, bro. Okay, and we have to ask ourselves, how long are we going to let this crew of people destroy our fucking country? Mm -hmm. It's the same crew. Like, the country is not meant to be run by the same people over and over and over and over again. And this goes for uh, the Clintons. This goes for the Bushes. This goes for the Trumps. This goes for everybody. And I don't even think... Like, it's kind of an insane idea, if we're being honest, that someone's wife is now qualified because they were a president's wife. That would be like right. saying, that would be like saying, Emily would be qualified to be CEO of First Form because I was CEO of First Form. Mm -hmm. That's that's not, you know what I'm saying? That's, she probably could. No, but, she could. Yeah. But, but just saying that, like, no, that's not, that, that doesn't mean, no. But that's not a real thing. Yeah. Okay. That's like, it, it's an absurd thought. We're talking about the president of the United States. We're not talking about a small business operation. Right, right, right. Okay. And she's not even supposed to be involved in the operations yeah, and, of the country. And, so how would she know what to do anyway? <clears throat> well, it's not about her knowing what to do. They don't They don't care if she knows what to do or not. Or not. Because it won't be her pulling the strings. No, it'll be Barack. Yep. And so, dude, we've allowed this man to come in. And destroy our country, reinstigate reinst racial tensions. You know, before Barack Obama was president, our country didn't have the race issues that we have now. He came in and he ran on hope and change and unity and did everything the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. And it's very frustrating. Now, now I will say this. I think people understand that we cannot continue to allow the same the same group anymore. It's a dynasty, bro. Yeah, it's a fucking. This it, country was not made for that. It's like a royal family, bro. At this point in time, and I do believe that most people of common sense realize that all these people are sort of like the same little gang, right? The Bidens, the Obamas, the Clintons, like. And they're tired of that. Whether or not this works or doesn't work, I would tend to say it's not going to work because I think people have woken up to what's going on. Um, 
they're going to try and divide people. If she comes in, it will be division around race and it will be division around gender. Okay. So if you don't approve of her becoming a presidential candidate for whatever reason, it's because you hate black people or you hate women. And so they're going to try to divide along the race line and then also the gender line, which really kind of makes sense because what they're trying to do is destroy the household family unit. And if they can create enough division around gender in the presidential race, they can get people to argue within the household. So she's actually the perfect candidate to accomplish what it is they actually trying to do. But she's going to come out. She's going to say hope and unity and change. And they're going to try to get everybody to come together and vote for her, thinking that it's going to somehow make things better. And once they get in, like I said in the clips that we just posted, they're going to work to finish us off. And um, it's very scary. It's very dangerous. I don't think people will fall for it, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I think my, my, what do my, you think? My, my question is, like, and then this is a rhetorical question, but I really want you guys to like, ask yourself this question. Like, what are they afraid of? That's what I keep going back to. Why are they so afraid of Trump? What are they so afraid of? What do you be mean? Like, because the, these, like, that's the best you got is a, is a, you know, a thousand year old man or, or this woman with zero credibility, with zero, like, why are they pushing so hard? Because they're going to with all the race division, like you said, the gender stuff, try to separate us on every single front as possible. What are they so afraid of? And they tell us it's, it's for to protect the democracy, but they know what's going to come. Bro, do we believe that this country should be run by a single family for decades on end? No. Right? Like when we look at no. when we look at Putin, people people say, well, Putin's a fucking crazy dictator, blah, 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 because he's been ruling for so long. And Americans, especially leftists, hate Putin for that. Mm -hmm. But they're perfectly okay with this. With Joe Yes, yeah, yeah. with Biden and Obama and Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama running shit for, you know years and years and years on end. And I can tell you this, if she gets elected, real talk, our country will be destroyed completely. That that is that is that is 100% certain we will the quote unquote finish the job slogan that Joe Biden is running with, they will finish the job and we will become a communist country. I mean, bro, I don't know, like like I I personally like bro, obviously, you know, I don't have the in on the black community, but from what I can observe, and I make I make it a point to try and observe black culture for the sake of discussion on the show, it seems to me like black culture has caught on to the fact that these people are not for them. It seems to me that they've caught on to the fact that Obama was never for them and Joe Biden is not for them. And I think they're going to be smart enough to figure out that they're just trying to play. Like we saw that we saw that one short. Um, in fact, let's throw that in the show, okay, uh, where that lady talked about this is what you get when you vote for someone's color of their skin. Mm -hmm. She was a black woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So check this out. I got it. Yeah. This is what the fuck happens when you vote for skin tone. This is what happens when you vote because you're so damn desperate you want a woman in office. 
The only reason why slow-ass Joe then got his ass as president is because of that glitch bitch Kamala. Everybody was so desperate to put a black woman, which she ain't black, as vice president. And now the whole country fucked the fuck up. The whole country. How the hell you bring in all these illegals and don't know where the fuck to put them? Just for votes. Because the dad folks voting didn't work. We done caught on to that bullshit. And now y'all gonna take all them cheering out of school. Why the fuck did y'all choose Chicago? So now most of them children are black children gotta sit at home because y'all don't... Man, y'all getting on my motherfucking nerves. Y'all sit up there doing this shit to mostly minority black children, but Trump the racist. No, you motherfuckers are racist. I'm getting sick of this shit for real. I'm dead ass serious. Y'all better fix this shit. What about the fucking parents? All those black people that fund and keep the goddamn school open, they children gotta sit the fuck at home and they gotta figure out what the fuck to do. How the fuck they supposed to work? I'm telling you, Joe and Ho, y'all got to fucking go. I'm fixing to march to the fucking United States government. I'm for real. I'm for real. I'm fixing to join motherfucking Trump because ain't no way, Ho. Ain't no motherfucking way. Fix this shit now. My motherfucking now. Now, I think that's pretty reflective of how people feel right now. I think people are tired of being divided around racial lines. I think people are tired of being manipulated along race. I think people are smarter than, you know, vote for this person because they have the same skin tone as you. I think, I think, I don't know. I think people are smarter. Um, but, you know, I mean, what do you think, bro? You, do you think that the black community is just going to say, okay, well, we're going to vote for her because she's black? I mean, I, like, honestly, I think, I, I think by and large, the vast majority of black communities in America, they are over it. I think there is going to be a stronghold of like the older generation, older demographic that will still probably vote for. Um, and then of course, all of our, our lovely white liberal bruncher women will most likely vote for her as well. Cause it'll be like a super pack, bro. Like I, I see her, Hillary and fucking Kamala all up there dancing together. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. trying to force this, <clears throat> this, Unif unification message, you know. So, but I, I think ultimately in the long run it won't work. Um, I'd be interested to see what those polls look like coming out. Does that make sense about them dividing people along race and gender? Yeah, for sure. And then yeah. also dividing people along gender inside the household. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they want to disrupt. Well, they're trying to turn the, the wives against the husbands. That's right. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think I, if she gets in the race for real, which I think she's gonna, I, I think we're gonna see that sort of campaign. Yeah, and then just wait for them to announce the big mic and bring out the trans issue. Mm. You really think she's trans, dude? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. You? Bro, I listen. She, I don't think she really is. There's not one single black woman that I know that does not have a picture of themselves pregnant. Where's hers? Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. It's possible. I'm just saying, listen, it's 2024, Andy, we can't judge. Joan Rivers fucking said that she was trans, and then she was dead a week later. A week later. Yeah. So if I ain't here next week, guys, Big Mike got me. Huh. <laughs> guys, let's head over to Cruise the Comments. This is where we uh, find one of your comments on the tube, and uh, we bring it in here on this tube, and we talk about it. Cruise comment. This uh, week's cruise comment comes. I can't even pronounce this uh, this name, um, but it'll make sense why I can't. Uh, this comment reads: 
made a YouTube account just to post this comment. At dinner tonight, a man walked up and offered to buy me and my wife's dinner for my bison hat and said, quote, personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. I told him, damn right it is, and let him have the hat. Keep up the good work, Andy. We are out here. That's badass. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wear my hat all out, all the time. Yeah. No, that's that's fucking badass. No, nobody com- comes. Huh? Nobody comes to me. No one buys you dinner? No. Well. No. That's because racist. Yeah, I'll be at Twisted Tree on. Yeah. Uh, if you... <laughs> no, that's fucking cool, that's man. Super cool, bro. That's cool. That's culture, that's man. Cool. That's yep. culture. Yep. Like real recognizes real. You know. It's gonna get big too, man. That's fucking awesome. We are done with this shit. We are done with this shit. The people who listen to this show, the people who understand what I talk about when I say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Over the next four years, we will change the culture of this country completely. I can promise you that. There's one thing I know how to do. It's how to get a movement going. And I can promise you over the next four years, people who wear this fucking bison hat, people who stand for what we talk about here, we will be the people who restore America to where it needs to actually be. And it makes me very, very proud to hear stories like this already happening mm-hmm. uh, when we've only had two gear releases. Yeah. You know? So wait it's till this shit awesome. really gets out there. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. it's fucking super cool. Yeah, guys, we appreciate you guys. Thank you uh, for your comments. Thank you guys for being real-ass fans. Keep it up. Uh, with that being said, man, let's keep this cruise moving. Head on over to headline number two. Headline number two reads, uh, speaking of black women, uh, Fulton County DA Fannie Willis attempts to squash subpoena related to alleged misconduct. Um, now, this one's not really shocking, um, especially her reason of why she's trying to quash it. And uh, we'll, we'll take a guess here later. We'll have a little drum roll here. Um, but let's dive into this. Fox News article reading, Georgia prosecutor Fannie Willis is hitting back at allegations that she was engaged in an improper relationship with special prosecutor Nathan Wade, accusing his estranged wife of, quote unquote, interfering with her prosecution of former President Trump. Willis has been subpoenaed to give a pretrial deposition in the divorce case of Nathan Wade and Jocelyn Wade on January 23rd. But in a Thursday court filing, uh, the she argued, then she argued the subpoena should be quashed. A portion of the filing reads, quote, Defendant Jocelyn Wade has conspired with interested parties in the criminal election interference case to use the civil discovery process to annoy, embarrass, and oppress District Attorney Willis. Willis's attorney, uh, Sonique Axum, wrote that the attempt to question Willis is, quote, obstructing and interfering with the ongoing criminal case against Krupp. So what she's saying is... What she's saying is that she... Hold on, you got to say it like... What she said is... Yeah. You got to say it like that. <laughs> so what she said is... Is that good? Okay. That she had an affair with this woman's husband... Mm-hmm. And now this woman is divorcing that person mm-hmm. and they are having a divorce case and she is being called in as a witness to this case during the discovery process and finds it annoying, embarrassing, and oppressive towards her. Mm-hmm. So, because- so yeah, like I might have fucked you. Like, yeah, but like you're interfering with this case. That's why you're doing it. 
Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. No. Bro, uh, it goes right along with her, with her, um, you know, her refusal to have take any sort of responsibility for her actions when she was giving that big presentation at the church. Mm-hmm. You know, like this woman can do no wrong. Yeah. And it's insane. It's, it's crazy, man. Um, so, so the article continues. It says, Andrea Hastings, a lawyer for Jocelyn Wade, told the Associated Press they want to help her, quote, resolve her divorce fairly and privately, and that any response to Willis's motion will come in a filing with the court. Trump co-defendant Michael Roman's lawyer accused Willis and Wade of engaging in an improper relationship and mishandling public money in a court filing last week. Roman's lawyer, Ashley Merchant, did not provide evidence of the alleged relationship between Willis and Wade, but pointed to proof in Wade's divorce case. Uh, Merchant alleges that Willis's purported relationship with Wade created a conflict of interest and that she benefited financially from the relationship in the form of lavish vacations the two took using funds his law firm received from working the case. County records show that Wade has been paid nearly $654,000 in legal fees since January 2022, an amount authorized by the district attorney or Willis in this case. Um, And remember, guys, she bypassed all of the regular processes when she assigned this guy as a special prosecutor, right? All the And she paid him more money per hour than any of the other prosecutors. Mm -hmm. And... This guy has zero experience in dealing with any type of RICO cases at all. And getting it on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, Willis has neither confirmed nor denied that she was romantically involved with Wade. In her first comments on the matter earlier this week, Willis suggested that she and Wade are being scrutinized. Drum roll, please. Because they're black. (laughs) Oh, man, it's great. Uh, Quote, they only attacked one, Willis said at the Big Bethel AME Church in Atlanta on Sunday. Quote, first thing they say, oh, she's going to play the race card now. But no, God, uh, isn't it them that's playing the race card when they only question one? Oh, this is great. This is great. Andy, what we got to listen? What, what, it must be nice to do whatever you want to do and then say the only reason you're mad about it is because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Claudine Gay and uh, oh. uh, Harvard, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, well, the only reason that you guys care about me lying about my entire academic record and plagiarizing everything that I've ever done is because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's because you plagiarize everything. Kim Gardner. You guys only kicked me out because I'm like, no, it's because you literally destroyed thousands of lives in this community and let people walk scot-free. I don't think this shit's flying anymore, dude. It's not. It has no I don't think people, I don't think people are buying this shit anymore at all. I don't even think black people are buying it. Well, no, because bro, like it's, it's the constant beat of like the, I know white people are buying it. White people used to be silent when they said this shit. Yeah. Like when they, when they, when black people would say, "Oh, it's because of fucking racism," white people would kind of be like, "Do you know? They won't say shit. Now they're like, "Dude, fuck off." Yeah, I had it up to here with it. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah right. <laughs> hey, buddy, <laughs> you look here, pal. Yeah, all right. You didn't get fired because you're black. Hey, Buster, I didn't even notice you were black because I don't see color. 
That's right. I got you. Yeah, I, I hope this lady loses her job. I hope she goes to fucking jail. I, dude, I, I'm just so sick of fucking people deflecting accountability for what they do because of their race. Mm-hmm. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Dude, shut the fuck up. You're either a piece of shit or you aren't. You're either a criminal or you aren't. You either are or you fucking aren't. And you're fucking raised on shit to do with it. Mm-mm. I'm so sick of hearing this shit. I'm so sick when you say, oh, here's the crime statistics. Oh, you're racist. Yeah. It's fucking math. <laughs> well, math is racist. Yeah. Well, yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's so, it, like, bro, I'm just fucking over it. Everybody's over it, too. Mm-hmm. Everybody's over it because they're recognizing the destruction that it's creating in the world. And these fucking people who stand up still to this day and say, oh, you're only making a big deal out of it because I'm black. Bitch, you just fucking paid this dude 700 <laughs> grand. You went on vacations with him. He was, with a, he was married to another woman. And now they're getting divorced and you're part of the deal and you're saying it's because you're black. Right. Shut the fuck up. I love I love that this shit is dying. That's what it is. Yeah, I love that the death rattle for like this sort of like racial deflection is yeah. happening yeah. to where people like are just like, okay. Mm-mm. You so, know? Yeah, nope. To the gallows. This is MAGA country. <laughs> you know, like Jesse Smollett. You know what I'm saying? Like Jeez. all these people, like. It's fucking white people. No, motherfucker, it's you. Mm-hmm. It ain't fucking white people. Yeah. I just saw that one lady, they call her the brick lady, um, down in Houston. She, like, tried to say that she got hit in the face with a brick. Yeah. 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 Gang attacked her with brick. Raised 40-something thousand dollars. Didn't happen. And now she's going to jail. Or, like, the countless situations where racial slurs have been scrawled on the bathroom walls at schools mm-hmm. and then it come to find out this little rhyme rhyme badass it was actually black <laughs> it was actually black kids doing it well jj badass. here's the reality and no one wants to say this and people get pissed off when you say it but criminal element the shitty element of black culture has figured out that they can get away with a lot of shit by just saying it's racism. Mm-hmm. And society is done allowing that excuse. Yeah. And that's a good thing. It's a great thing, man. Great thing. Guys, jump down in the comments below. Let us know what you guys think on this topic. With that being said, let's move to our next segment. Um, just leaving this here. Mm. This is where we post it. Andy can't say nothing about it. You just got to watch it. All right. Uh, just leaving this here. Headline reads, watch. Roots star LeVar Burton stunned to learn he is descended from a confederate soldier got a little clip for you um imagine if a white guy reacted like this is a tweet from gummy bear um imagine if a white guy reacted like lavar burton does to finding out that his great great grandfather was a white confederate soldier racism is racism folks and black on white racism is off the charts now tell me again how that reparations thing is going to work here's the video from him realizing so again uh, lavar burton he's the guy who played kutch kente Okay, infamous movie Roots. So this is him learning that his great-great-grandfather was actually a white Confederate soldier. Wow, that's him. You are looking at your great-great-grandfather, James Henry Dixon. It's difficult to make out, but that's, that is your biological great-great-grandfather. Now, 
I'd have fought you five <laughs> minutes ago if you told me that I had a white great-great-grandfather. You do. You can fight me, but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and ain't nothing you can do about it. What? Kunta! Kunta. Got white ancestry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? Yeah. Come on now, Skip. You know, you took two DNA tests. The two major commercial DNA tests almost never have tested an African-American who was 100% sub-Saharan African. Wow. We all have white ancestry. But this is close. That's right. But this is close. And by name. <sighs> Just leaving that there. I didn't think it was that bad. No, who said they were going to be bad? No, I'm just saying, like, I didn't think he reacted that bad. No, I mean, you know, I think the more... He's probably reviewing in his brain all the ignorant shit that he said about fucking white people over the course of his life. Yeah, like the guy that was whooping them Kutukinson. No, bro, that was just your (laughs) (laughs) great-grandfather. Oh, shit, that's great. (laughs) You know, it always works out this way, right? Like, it always works out this way. Like, people are what they hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, they say they hate all this shit, and then they find out, oh, shit, bro, that's Mm, me, too. That's you. You know? Like, that's that's kind of the way God makes the earth. Works in mysterious ways. Yeah, man. Like, you know, we're all people. Listen, dude, we're all people. We're we're not black. We're not white. We're not gay. We're not straight. We're just fucking people, man. Mm Mm-hmm. And this this idea that I just don't think there's a, a lower IQ idea than judging someone based upon their race, whether that be black people judging white people or white people judging black people. And let's be honest, it's okay for black people to, to hate on white people. It's been culturally okay for a long time. It's never been okay for white people to hate on black people in my lifetime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And- we have to get to a point where none of it's allowed. Like, it should not be okay for black culture to talk so much shit on white people openly and then act like it's not racism. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Right. There's a double standard there that's, that is that is very prevalent, and every fucking white person out here knows that's true. They know it. Now, they might say, well, we, we deserve it, or they might say, well, we were never this or that. Whatever. But they know it's true. And it's culturally okay to hate white people, to make fun of white people and fucking all this shit, which I'm okay with making fun of white people. White people are pretty fucking weird. Kind of funny to make fun of. Okay. But then we should be able to make fun of black people too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like (laughs) Kool-Aid. I do like Kool-Aid. Grape. (laughs) But I'm just saying, man, I do like grape Kool-Aid. It's fucking great. Yeah. But, But I also like cream soda. So, bro, you should mix the two. Yeah, a little suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll end up like Kunta Kinte. Here. <laughs> we'll call we'll call that the Kunta Kinte because it's got a little black and a little white. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, huh? That's good. Yeah, yeah. I see what you did. There. All right, I like that. All right, not too bad for not too bad. little white guy. You know, <laughs> I'm just tired of the shit, dude. Like it's so stupid. I love it. I love it. Guys, let's keep this cruise moving. We got headline number three. (laughs) (laughs) Call it Cooter. You got a little bit of boat. I like it. So, Creep Sunday, great. (laughs) New drink. We just made it up. (laughs) 
Headline number three. Headline number three reads, Hunter Biden's sugar brother goes scorched earth on Comer. Says he's confident Hunter will repay loans. Let's dive into this. Hunter Biden's lawyer is hitting back at House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer out of Kentucky, accusing the top Republican of misleading about his closed-door deposition Thursday. Following the deposition of Hunter's lawyer Kevin Morris, which is part of the House Republicans' sweeping probe into President Biden's family and its past foreign business dealings, Comer released a statement expressing concern about the lawyer's financial support for his own client. Comer claimed that Morris's actions raised ethical concerns, noting the millions of dollars the lawyer loaned to Hunter. Quote, shortly after meeting Hunter Biden at a Joe Biden campaign event in 2019, Kevin Morris began paying Hunter Biden's tax liability to insulate then-presidential candidate Joe Biden from political liability. Kevin Morris admitted he has, quote-unquote, loaned the president's son at least $5 million, Comer said. Quote, these loans don't have to be repaid until after the next presidential election, and the loans may ultimately be forgiven. Uh, continues saying, uh, quote, since Kevin Morris has kept President Biden's son financially afloat, he's had access to the Biden White House and has spoken to President Biden, he added. Quote, this follows a familiar pattern where Hunter Biden's associates have access to Joe Biden himself. As we continue more interviews this month and the next, we will continue to follow the facts to understand the full scope of President Biden and his family's corruption. Now, article continues saying, Comer also released excerpts uh, from the deposition showing Morris was introduced to Hunter Biden by Hollywood producer Lynette Phillips at a Biden campaign event in the winter of 2019 in Los Angeles, California. According to Comer, Morris said he began loaning Hunter money, which doesn't have to be repaid until 2025, and even uh, bought $1.5 million worth of the president's son's artwork to reduce the loan burden. However, in a statement obtained by Fox News Digital, Morris blasted Comer, alleging that he misconstrued the testimony. Quote, when I first met Hunter, he was emerging from the lowest point in his life, Morris said. Uh, quote, at that at this time, he had no income and his wife, Melissa, was five months pregnant. Although he was being harassed by paparazzi as well as people co coming onto his property and threatening him, he had no security protection. Quote, I was concerned that Hunter did not have the level of support he needed, he continued. Quote, I stepped in and have done so ever since. I have worked hard to create a life that has allowed me to help my family and friends when they have needed it. And I did so with Hunter. Uh, Morris added that while he did loan Hunter the money, uh, the two consulted counsel on the transactions and that he is, quote, confident Hunter will repay him. In addition, Morris denied ever believing the president or his administration would give him anything in return for the loans, saying his, quote, only goal was to help a friend uh, and that there is no uh, prohibition against that. Um. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. So you mean you, you meet this guy for the first time, and then a few months later you, you dump five million dollars into him? And that's super weird. 
And then you say that there's no expectations of anything coming from from the big guy. What, what, what do they call them? Have they have there have there been any? Because I haven't really been following this this line of the story. Has there been any situ? Why would what what would this guy be getting out of access to Biden? Who who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot about this guy. I mean, he's he's a high level attorney. I know he did a couple of big cases in California and stuff, you know. But like, I mean, who knows? What if he's just the middleman piece that's coming? Like, what if, what if he's getting paid from China? Like, I mean, who knows? Like, nobody started to really dig in on this guy. But at the end of the day, no, I don't know one fucking person that will meet somebody after a few months and dump five million dollars into him. No, that's not real. It's not even real for super wealthy people. Like, I don't give a fuck who. Yeah, you, like, it's doesn't not, make it's it doesn't not a real make sense. sense. It's not a real thing. And then on top of that, you give him another 1.5 in cash to buy his artwork, even though he's never been an artist, to lower that. Well, I think amount. the question would be, if we are trying to consider what's going on here, we would have to fill in the gap between what would this guy be getting from his relationship with Joe Biden? Mm. Has there been any indication on access? that side of it? I don't think we've gotten there yet. Yeah. I don't think we've gotten there yet. I mean, I mean like it doesn't make sense, man. Yeah, it's super weird, dude. Um, this is the guy that was like uh, laughing, smoking that bong on his balcony. Remember? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, this was like like a couple of months ago or something. Paparazzi caught Hunter going into his house, and this guy's just on his fucking balcony ripping a bong. Well, fuck, dude. Who cares? No, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, it's just. I, mean, I fucking I hit a bong all the time. <laughs> That's my preferred way to smoke. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I don't care if anybody fucking doesn't like it either. I mean, he just seems like a I very, like, weed, like blades of glory and I like guy. to smoke it out of a bong. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm a fucking fucking weirdo. Yeah, just don't do crack. Yeah, that's right. I will never let you do I crack. I don't do that. But my point is, is that, like, <laughs> you know, there's 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 definitely something weird about some dude stepping in and saying, hey, I'm going to pay your tax liability. Um, and then ultimately, maybe forgive the loan. I mean, the loan's clearly. And I don't want nothing. The loan's clearly going to be forgiven. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't even said that. And I don't want nothing. Yeah. There's obviously this. Well, this guy must just be a really good dude. No, he's just a great. Yeah. That's what it is, Andy. Yeah. He's just a great, you know, cocaine blowing. We're over You know what? Smoking. Shame on us, man. Yeah. We should be more. We're like over him. here assuming that there's got to be some ulterior motive. That's. See, we're the problem with the world. Mm -hmm. We're over here assuming that there has to be some sort of ulterior motive when in reality, this guy's just an amazing human being Mm -hmm. looking out for this guy who was in an unfortunate situation. Mm -hmm. We're assholes. Yeah, Andy, listen, I think- think Especially me. We should be more like him. I think so. You you can send the wire. Oh, I thought you were gonna send me a wire. I mean, that's got to be the that's logical what, conclusion. That's what the logical is. conclusion is that we're just assholes and these guys are just really This good is dudes. how we're supposed to treat people is give them $5 just, million. Yeah. No questions asked. That's how yeah. you're supposed to be. Yeah, man. Hey, look, dude, I will say this. You know, when you have when you're when you have successful friends who have means, there's obviously times where those friends might step in and help you. Yeah. Um, but for someone who just met this dude, that, yeah, right, right, like, right, I could see this in a different scenario. Like, let's say they were lifelong buddies, and 
you know, the, the, the guy calls him up and says, hey, man, uh, I'm in a pinch here. Can you help me out? Yeah. Uh, and this is what I'll do for you on the back end, right? Like, that's a normal, that's a normal friend type situation. Um, I've done that for friends. I've had friends do that for me, okay? But to just show up out of nowhere and fucking fork out millions of dollars to fucking, you know, protect this dude out of nowhere. Like that's, a, I don't know. There's something weird going on. And also, did you notice like when they sat down for that congressional, whatever it was last week, how this guy and Hunter were like le legitimately laughing mm -hmm. when they got up and walked out of the room. They know something we don't know, bro. They know something we don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting, man. Like I said, I, and like my, my issue is mainstream media. This is the stuff like mainstream. If you guys heard this dialogue and you're like, okay, yeah, like bare minimum, it needs to be looked into, right? Like that's a very reasonable common sense response. The mainstream media, they will tell you there's nothing wrong here at all. And these guys are just perfect people. But like that does not make sense. It's something's not adding up. And so- at the end of the day, let's just clear the air. Put it on the table. What the fuck is going on? Give us the confidence that, that okay, these guys are just good dudes. You know what I'm saying? Give us the confidence that nothing happened. What, what's all the walking Well, I mean, they're not legally obligated to tell us why he's doing that. We're what making, we're, well, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to tell. Like, if someone were to come loan me money, mm -hmm. they don't have to tell the world why they fucking loaned it to me. Yeah, for sure. But if your dad's the president... And then there's, you know, alleged misconduct here about access to this guy who had, like, that's where it gets fishy. Like, you're under a different scrutiny in that office, bro. Yeah, but they're not, they're not accepting that as reality. They're, they're pretending the liberal, the left liberal mindset around Hunter Biden is not what you just said. Yeah. It's Joe Biden has a fucked up son mm -hmm. that he loves very much, who's, you know, yes, he's got all these problems and yes, he's a liability to Joe and they forgive him for that. Mm -hmm. you and know, and they, Joe Biden said, he, you know, he's never had anything to do with his son's business. Right. So they leave it at that. But that, well, and that's a lie too. That's come out over and over again that those are lies. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I mean, dude, look, eventually this is going to come out. These people are, they're losing they're losing social momentum. They're losing control of information. They're getting more and more and more heat as time goes by. And eventually this is going to come out. We're going to find out what the deal is here. So like, you know, it's just going to take some time. That's, that's reality. And we can speculate all we want. We can say all we want. We can guess all we want. But at the end of the day, we all know that it's not just because this dude's a fucking good dude. Yeah. Like we all know that. That ain't going to be the reason. Right. Yeah. So we're just going to have to wait and see and, We'll figure out what the deal is. Yeah, guys, jump in on this conversation down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. With yeah, maybe you guys said, fucking have some ideas. Let us know. Yeah. With that being said, though, that was our final headline. It's time, as always, thumbs up or dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline in. We talk about it. They get one of those two options. Um, I know Andy likes dogs. I do. So that's what this one's about. All right. Uh, this headline reads... Rare footage shows South Carolina man wrestling a coyote after it tried to attack his beloved ch Chihuahua Roxy. Do you think he gave him like? <laughs> oh, he shot and killed him. 
He did? Yeah. Oh, he killed the coyote? Big black man, yeah. Oh, okay. Why'd he wrestle if he just shot him? Well, he wrestled him first. Like, let's just dive into it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is the moment a South Carolina man grabbed a coyote by its tail and dumped it in the trash after the wild animal tried to attack his adored chihuahua. Timothy Snipe, dressed in a bright red robe and slippers, was taking his pint-sized pet, Roxy, out for a morning bathroom run in his Mount Pleasant yard on January 12th when disaster struck. An aggressive coyote approached Snipe's yard from a wooded area behind the house and set out to terrorize little Roxy, inside revealed. Quote, she started looking that way, and I still couldn't see anything. And then, boom, a coyote jumped out of the brush over there, and she took off, Snipe said. A very bold and seemingly unafraid Roxy did not flee, but instead darted around the wolf-like beast while Snipe frantically tried to intervene in the attack. Here's the video. That's a coyote? Yeah. They're not too big. I love this guy's out here in his slippers and his red robe. He's just a big ass dude. <laughs> he does not have a gun on him. No, not right now. Oh, okay. I was going to say, he pulls a gun out of that fucking robe. <laughs> He's the fucking man. That's how I take my shit out. I know you do. Yeah. You're fucking paranoid. Yeah, I am. Um, but yeah, so the so story says snipe heroically. I do too, though. Yeah, dude, I, I walk around my property with my fucking shit on. Do I take my robe out? Bro, when I walk back and forth from the house to the garage, I'm always fucking. Stay strapped, get yeah. clapped, baby. I've had too much weird shit happen to me. Bro, can't take anyway. no chances. Yeah. Um, but snipe heroically managed to grab the coyote by its neck and then clutched it by the tail as he marched over to the dumpster with Roxy following closely behind. Snipe revealed that the rabbit animal bit his leg during the chaos. Um, after the unbelievable rescue, Snipe dropped the animal in a bright blue dumpster sitting in the yard. Um, the coyote didn't give up and tried to force the lid of the trash can bin open while Snipe fielded its attempts. Uh, Snipe shot the coyote and then took it to the South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control. The coyote was tested for rabies, which results coming back positive a day later. Uh, Snipe received several rabies shots to prevent infection in the aftermath of the situation. Um, it's not the first time poor little Roxy tried to get hit, man. Um, he he uh, It says Snipe had previously purchased a bright pink vest with huge metal spikes for the beloved Chihuahua to wear. Quote, we originally got it for the birds, the hawks. The birds used to try to land on her, Snipe said. Even if another dog or coyote comes and tries to bite it, they bite the spike. Uh, the actual material is coyote proof. They can't bite through it. And uh, there's little Roxy. <laughs> Go back to the beginning of this video again. I gotta see this again. Uh huh. Hmm. I feel like I've heard this before. Like, play that part again. I wanna hear him. I feel like I've heard this. Oh, you motherfucker. You better not. Oh, you better fucking not. <laughs> that sounds very similar. It sounds like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Put that fucking video in there. Motherfucker. Oh, man. You guys went to the same fucking school. Hey, man, listen. 
it's, it's it, that's just hey, that's it's embedded in us. That's how we, uh, you know, that's just a it's natural. Just, you guys hit the same pitch and and dude, I'm the same fucked up, man. That bird tried to get me, bro. Bro, I fucking saw that, dude. That is so fucking funny. Hold on, I'll pull it up here. Hold on. Yeah, we got to make a little remix here. We got to hear this guy and then DJ. And then hear this guy. We got to make a tune. You know what? We need to have Joe do us a little mix-up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> You guys are fucking cousins. Oh, <laughs> Dude, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Bro, that's you. It does sound familiar. Yeah, it does sound uh... Oh <laughs> You know, I, I was about to I was about to do this. I was about to do this thing, man. I'm like, listen, man, because he seems like a pretty, you know, hood guy, you know, very man, a man's man. And I'm like, you can't have a little chihuahua and then you sound like that, but then you you fucking drop that clip. So I can't. I mean, even... come yeah. on, man. Well, <laughs> that sucks. You know, rabies shots are kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't have that much time, bro. That, that should have killed that you. That sucks he uh, had to go do that. Yeah. Hope everything's good, man. Yeah. That was pretty good, though. It's always these big ass dudes with these little bitty dogs. I, man. I can't get that. I can't. I, I, you, you I've never been it. like a little dog guy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Our dogs that we have now, the English Bulldogs. It's like the smallest you can That's go. the smallest I've ever Respectably. had. Respectably. Yeah, we yeah. always had like, uh, growing up, we had Rottweilers and Dobermans and German Shepherds and shit, mm-hmm. like big working dogs. Yep. My my dogs, uh, as I was an adult, my first dogs were American Bulldogs, which I loved. And then we got these English Bulldogs. Bro. Dude, I got to be real. They're cool. I fucking love those little motherfuckers. <laughs> Like they're so sweet and they're so good. You gonna fight a coyote have, for them? bro? They they aren't worth a fuck. Okay, yeah. they won't. They couldn't. They could. They, if somebody broke in the house, they're gonna try to take them over to the biscuits. Right, right, right. right? Hey, stop here first. Yes. <laughs> but like, whereas like Oscar and Ellie, like my American bulldogs, like if someone came in my yard, bro, Ellie will kill you. Dude. It was on. I was yeah. on the popping. And uh, but man, I get it, dude. Like some of those little dogs, they're just. They're they're just special. Let's be true, man. Chihuahuas are assholes too. Yeah, but I've had, I've met a couple that I like. Like yeah. fucking yeah. Uh, Who Gus. Who has a Chihuahua here? Sal had one. Gus. Oh yeah, little Gus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Gus was cool. Gus was cool. Yeah, but he couldn't see shit. Like he was he was just. Oh, older. he bit everybody too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, he, he was kind of an asshole. A little asshole. Man. I liked him though. He tried to attack me when I first came around. Bro, we had <laughs> we we fucking. And I know he, why he was. <laughs> We were over at the old HQ and he fucking, he like bit me and I like went like that, like as a reaction and he like fell over. Yeah. So like, like I reached down he fucking bit me and I went like this and it, he like oh. flipped over on his side and like oh. laid there and was like, oh, 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 and like try to play victim. I'm like, motherfucker, you just bit me. <laughs> Society, bro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you just bit me, dude. And he gets up and he's like, Yeah. That dude always bit Vaughn. He fucking he bit really? Vaughn. Oh, fuck yeah. He, he bit Vaughn. Like- Vaughn, at the old HQ, Chris had sodas 
Chris had diet sodas in his office. He had like this little, that little fridge. Yeah. You remember? Yeah, yeah. Vaughn wouldn't go in there and get one because Gus would bite him. <laughs> Gus is a good dog, bro. That's, I love that's Gus. Great. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. So what, what are we giving Roxy? Just thumbs up, man. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Everybody's good. Yeah. I like it, man. Well, guys, Andy, that is all I have. All right, guys. You know the deal. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Dust a no. Headshot. Case.